What if everything you thought you knew about the criminal justice system and high-profile criminal cases wasn't true? What if the mainstream media was too corrupt and compromised to tell you about it? Join a veteran Buffalo City detective, a veteran Canadian Pacific Police captain, and a veteran NCIS special agent, along with special guests as they dissect the criminal justice system and high-profile criminal cases from their perspective in an unedited podcast focusing on crime, corruption, and media bias. It's Search Warrant, a new podcast coming right at you. It's Search Warrant, and we're back. Uh, this is John Snedden, veteran NCIS special agent. Uh, Tom is on a uh, dog call as a dog whisperer. And Anna is uh, on assignment in New York City. In case you've missed it, Search Warrant is moving to a uh, national radio outlet where we uh, will have a uh, weekly hour-long time slot. And that is rapidly, rapidly approaching. We're getting ready for that. And we're all very excited about that. Also, Search Warrant is now... Uh, sponsored in part by Berna Technologies, a company that manufactures top-of-the-line, non-lethal protective devices uh, to include uh, the Ungun, which really uh, is an incredible uh, incredible weapon, a non-lethal weapon. Uh, most, of, most of our listeners are, uh, you know, active law enforcement, uh, you know, where they're, they're covered by uh, having their service service weapons with them or retired like us, um, covered by the uh, LEOSA, the uh, Law Enforcement Officers Safety Act. But if you if you want a non-lethal weapon for yourself or your family members, you should uh, consider Berna products. Uh, we have several of them and they're all, I have several of them and we've we've all tested them and they're, they're awesome. And uh, now we are in a position to get the, get those products to you. Uh, so contact us on the contact page at uh, uh, searchwarrantpodcast.com and we'll take care of you. But really, they're awesome. Uh, believe me, they're, they're an awesome uh, tool and uh, we'd be happy to uh, introduce you to them. Uh, just contact us and we'll, we'll get, uh, get the information to you. We are going to uh, continue our focus on media bias uh, every every news outlet is uh, freaking out uh, now because of the uh, Penn State 10 year anniversary, and uh, we'll be doing that in uh, future podcasts. But you know, particularly when we get onto the radio station. Uh, but uh, in the interim, there's been a uh, development in the uh, uh, the Reverend Stain, Joe Staines, Chip Minnemeyer editor situation. Uh, at the Tribune Democrat. Um, Reverend Staines, if you recall, we've had him on before. Um, he's a, a graduate of uh, Duke University um, with a uh, degrees of both mathematics and uh, religion, and then a uh, master's degree in divinity. Um, he's the uh, um, the pastor at uh, Mount Hope United Methodist Church. And um, he's had, uh, you know, a lot of back and forth with the uh, editor of the Tribune Democrat, uh, Chip Minmeyer. Um, Reverend Staines, uh, how are you doing? Thank, uh, welcome to uh, Search Warrant. Good to be aboard. We were talking uh, earlier in the in the week relative to uh, uh, your involvement again with, uh, you know, you wrote the uh, 
the uh, five-part series uh, reconsidering Sandusky that that really opened people's eyes. Um, and then, uh, you know, you you had your interaction with the uh, editor Chip Minmeyer, and uh, then he subsequently wrote some editorials. And uh, if I understand it correctly, on on the October twenty eighth, a Thursday, you had a in person meeting with him, and two other people, a, a part of the uh, Citizens uh, Advisory Committee to the Tribune Democrat. That's right. Yes. Um, during the course, <laughs> during the course of your uh, meeting with uh, in person meeting with uh, the editor. Uh, Min Meyer, um, with two other people there in the room. Uh, did you have occasion to ask him if he had checked any uh, sources or facts, particularly the uh, the factual information that you had provided um, in your responses to his editorials? Oh yes. <clears throat> well, you know, he they printed the uh, article uh, a few weeks before, uh, and it referred to the Sandusky situation. I had a lot of email exchanges with him where I recommended that he read several uh, sources about that. And I never heard back from him in those exchanges as to whether he read them. And uh, everyone on the Citizens Advisory Committee has its opportunity to bring up whatever they want. So that's what I brought up with him. I said, did you ever read those sources? Did you ever look them up? And uh, he said, no. Oh, and, great. <laughs> Jeez, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't understand why, but yeah, he, he said, he just flatly, I almost felt like he had a perverse pride in saying he hadn't done it. Really? Oh um, my God. I, I mean, that's, I, uh... yeah, I, I think I talked him into listening to our podcast because I said, you know, your, uh, newspaper was under the limelight in that podcast and, uh, you might want to know what they had to say and what yeah. their concerns were. He took notes about that, but uh, um, I don't know whether he listened. He didn't listen to or read anything to my knowledge. I can't prove that he has ever looked at alternative uh, explanations except the, the mainstream media narrative. I wonder sometimes if he's related to somebody in the media or in the prosecution team or something. He seems to have a high stake in defending that narrative. And he doesn't want to hear anything else. He don't even try. Well, that's, I mean, that is a uh, major problem in journalism today. And I, I, when you look at anything, they don't look for sources and facts. But he blatantly said, admitted culpability in not checking the sources and not checking the facts to you in person yep. with two other people there in person. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, geez. Yeah, it's very strange. That's shocking. I mean, for a guy who, uh, who's supposed to be, uh, you know, the, uh, the the shining light that, uh, you know, his readers and subscribers are supposed to look for for the truth and then to blatantly say uh, with confidence that uh, he hasn't checked any sources or... Uh, or any facts that he's been been provided with. That's insane. That's nuts. It's absolutely um, nothing. Yeah, I, I know he so he has this. So you talked to him on the 28th of October 
he admits that he doesn't uh, he did in the Penn State case he didn't check any sources or any facts he just writes stuff um, and it uh, to fit the uh, uh, a big media narrative but then he comes out with his uh, article on October 29th that's uh, entitled Blackhawks guilty of same tragic interaction as happened at Penn State um, Wow, like like we were talking about, what's the connection between the Chicago Blackhawks and Johnstown? Exactly. Yeah. I've never read an article about the Blackhawks <coughs> in the Johnstown paper, except, you know, if they won in a big playoff or something, but and that came from the national media. But no, I never heard of an article paying attention to the Blackhawks for anything. It, it was seems like. It, it seems like a big reach for him to grab something to stick on to the uh, false Penn State narrative so he can shoot it out again for more clicks. I think that's exactly what was in mind. Um, it's uh, it was almost as if he needed to uh, find a pretext for <laughs> writing something about Penn State again. Oh, my God. Well, you know, what? And and we were saying... When uh, when he came out with that article, which is uh, quite the reach and has zero to do with Johnstown, um, you know, or anything that's happening right now, we we went out and we said, you know, if if Chip Minmeyer were uh, sincerely concerned with failures and children, he would pursue a situation right now where a Pennsylvania state system higher education, one of their uh, directors, is currently under an active protection order placed against him on behalf of minors. I mean, you're talking about education in Pennsylvania, in Harrisburg particularly, um, which is, uh, you know, not that far away from Johnstown, right? I mean, uh, that's in his neck of the woods, and it's happening now, and they've got a... Uh, uh, a Pennsylvania state system of higher education, a, a director there uh, that is uh, currently under an active protection order placed against him on behalf of minors. I mean, that's a big deal. And it's happening now. It's like happening right now. Yeah. You know, uh, this uh, Blackhawks uh, Penn State thing, regardless of how you look at it, it's, uh, you know, it's 10, you know, the Penn State thing is 10 years uh, away from it. You know, we're away from that. This thing in Harrisburg is happening right now. Um, I wonder Black, yeah, the Blackhawks uh, event happened actually longer ago than the indictment on Jerry Sandusky. Oh, my God. So he's going to concentrate on something that's uh, 10 years old or older when we've got a uh, situation right in Harrisburg that, uh, you know, if he's all about... Uh, you know, failures and children, he should be on that. And I didn't need, I didn't hear a word about it from the Tribune. Oh, my God. So um, anyway, you uh, you've had an opportunity to uh, see some of the videos of this. Uh, uh, education uh, agency uh, director, uh, his egregious activities, and this involves minors. I mean, just. What's your impression of what you saw? Well, it's revolting. I don't know what else, what else you can say. Yeah, about. yeah, yeah. Um, you, 
you'd like to get a person like that out of circulation. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's clearly, there's a sickness there that uh, isn't good for anybody in an education system. Uh, or anywhere for that matter. I mean, anywhere around uh, other human beings or kids for that matter, or minors. And we're not talking here about uh, gossip or false testimony. We're talking about live videos. Yes. That holds up pretty well. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, yeah, you know, that's, that. it's very interesting in that, uh, you know, even the, you know, Sandusky case, you know, there's no, uh, I mean, the bottom line is uh, there is no evidence. Isn't that interesting? This thing, there's tons of video about a, uh, you know, uh, a, uh, uh, right now, there's tons of video of an education director guy uh, uh, in Harrisburg that is under an active uh, protection order uh, placed against him by minors, and there's video. Yeah. But the San Diego, a Sandusky case, there's not, there's no, uh, there's no evidence. There's no video. There's no audio. There's no nothing. Yeah, mm -hmm. isn't that? Uh, I mean, wouldn't wouldn't he want to, if he cared about children, he cared about children like right now. Wouldn't it be something after that? Yeah, wouldn't he going after that, except for as opposed to rehashing a ten-year-old circumstance? Where there are is no evidence, you know, it just seems crazy. Yes, and uh, you know, the only uh, <clears throat> all the people who were affected besides Sandusky himself was based on a, a contrived charge uh, in, uh, from the shower incident with the Cleary, and that that was never that was contrived, <laughs> and uh, that was the single event that affected all the administrators there. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I don't want to get too far into it because we're gonna we're gonna have you back on when we when we do our uh, you know uh, deep dive into uh, Penn State on the radio station, but uh, you know it, it's just a it's insane today. Just as an just as an example, um, somebody told me that there's a there's a TV station in um, Lancaster, WGAL. Uh, TV, and they did a uh, some kind of uh, special thing for uh, the Penn State uh, ten-year anniversary, and they had, you know, did they have any key figures that they interviewed? No, they didn't interview uh, Graham Spanier. They didn't interview, uh, um, you know, Gary Schultz. They didn't interview Tim Curley. They didn't er interview um, anybody. You know who they did interview? Joe McGettigan the uh disgraced uh assistant uh um from the uh pennsylvania attorney general's office who was the the uh partner of frank fina the disbarred uh lawyer who uh you know had all the uh, grand jury leaks and incidentally um we had a uh a podcast earlier relative to witness intimidation where uh Joe McGettigan was the, uh, you know, the focus of the whole thing in his uh, witness intimidation and uh, intimidating uh, Jerry Sandusky's uh, character witnesses. I just, I, unbelievable. I mean, did they, they completely lost their minds in regard to 
what the facts are and uh, gathering up facts. Just you know, if I can interject something about yeah. Mike Hoogan. Of course, he was uh, known as uh, quite the showman at the uh, trial, but there's a YouTube interview with Joe McGettigan. People know it's well established that uh, when they search for porn in uh, Sandusky's computer and everywhere else, they could not find any porn anywhere. But in the interview on YouTube with McGettigan, what he said to, to manipulate the situation, he said, yes, we looked for porn and we found images and stopped there. <laughs> Um, I sure found images for crying out loud, but they he would not say the fact of the matter was there was no porn anywhere in Sandusky's possession. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Uh, I mean, why uh, would you trust? Why would you put any credibility in a man who shows himself uh, someone who will twist the truth to make a point for himself? Oh yeah. Well, there was probably more porn on all of the uh, Pennsylvania Attorney General's offices' uh, computers than there has ever been anywhere else. I mean, it's a big collection of porn. I mean, they, uh, you know, that uh, porn gate thing is, uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of people have forgotten that, but it's, uh, it's in the forefront of my mind. I mean, you've got a bunch of people that are, uh, you know, uh, sworn to uphold the law and they're running around with egregious uh, a porn on their government computers. I mean, yep. that's insane. That's really bad. Now, um, when, when you, uh, I know we were talking about Facebook a little bit when you had, you had uh, posted something on Facebook. What happened with that? Well, yeah, first I have to say, I mean, lately it's been hard to work with uh, the newspaper because I could usually try to write some kind of response. And in the past, there's sometimes been a, an exception for me. <clears throat> but lately, I've been restricted to letters to the editor. And they have a restriction of 250 words per, uh, per event and only one event per 30 days. So I really have my hands tied behind my back in terms of trying to respond to uh, this uh, blurb that comes out every so often from Chuck Minnemeyer. So I thought, well, maybe there's uh, a, an opening on his, the newspaper's Facebook page. Maybe I can post something in response to his editorial there. Right. So I, uh, I wrote a point-by-point uh, uh, article, uh, rebuttal, really, of the... Uh, of his editorial about uh, the Blackhawks. Yeah, the and, Chicago uh, Blackhawks. Yeah. From ten, and, 10 years ago, yeah. Yeah, 600, 800 miles from here. Well, anyway, I wrote this uh, uh, rebuttal, and uh, when I posted it, it suddenly disappeared. Uh, I don't know whether that was uh, Chip himself or someone, minion of his, but... Uh, it was wiped out, everything except the quotes from his uh, editorial, which I included in my rebuttal. Seriously? Yes, yes. The, oh. the, uh, so it was done very carefully, very intentionally, and it was kind of a, a thumb in the eye. It was designed, I'm sure, to be a thumb in the eye of everything I wrote. 
Right. It sounds like a big giant uh, exercise in uh, censorship. Yes, very much so. Oh my God. Well, I will say I will say one thing. Um, uh, obviously, we've got to counter that uh, censorship, and that's why we're talking uh, talking right now. Um, but I would say that your uh, your editorial, um, the Readers Forum that you put out with the title, which was uh, "Beware Using Personal Discretion About Reporting," mm -hmm. was very well received. Oh, good. So, yeah. So you got that, you know, that's a big, that's a big win in this, uh, you know, fight against uh, censorship. But to, to think that a small town newspaper, uh, you know, that we already, uh, we already covered the geography and the population of the place. But, uh, you know, to think that a small newspaper is going to censor a Facebook post, that's, insane yeah that's just crazy yeah it's it really i'm baffled that i'm that uh they'd stoop to that yeah uh, it, it's it's kind of like the see no evil hear no evil is covered blinders he's told where to where he can find information and he avoids that he flat out avoids it yeah, i don't yeah. i don't get that how do you function when you do that oh my god you know, I, I have to say, like I, any any profession has some of this, I'm sure. And in mine, yes, sometimes you have to look at both sides of an issue. You have to form an opinion. But I know before I formed an opinion about any of the issues before us, I try to read both sides, weigh them, understand both sides, and uh, come to a conclusion with mutual respect, even if I choose a side that has clearly an opposition, it's my, I think it's an ethical duty to look at uh, both sides and weigh them out and be able to show respect along the way before coming to the conclusion and being prepared to explain why that's the conclusion you have against the other side. And uh, it's like, he's not playing by those rules. No. Uh, I, no you know I think that I'm not sure about this, but it appears that uh, I won't mention any names or any stations, but, uh, um, you know, uh, there's a, uh, a major media entity in State College that, I mean, they have all the facts, but I think they're uh, not allowing the reporter that knows the most about it to put his story out, mm -hmm. which is just another episode of censorship. I mean, we've got we've already got two two issues of censorship we just talked about, and then they're you know fifty miles away from each other. You know, yeah. uh, when when we've got uh, horrific things occurring with minors uh, in in Harrisburg, and uh, you know these guys are uh, instead. Uh, they can't be really concerned about children um, if they're not on that. They're they're more concerned about uh, uh, clicks for a, a 10 year old case. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. Do you have anything coming up in the near future? Uh, 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 letters to the editor or uh, uh, editorial kind of things? You well, know? I'm going to respond uh, 
at some point to minimize, uh, you know, I have to wait until my 30-day right to speak is up. I'll wait, but I'll have something to say, and I certainly am monitoring what's said in the meantime. Uh, and I do want to uh, be informed. I have to say, I heard today a um, an interview with uh, E.J. Sandusky. Oh, and, yeah. And his yeah. wife. Right. Uh, that's very illuminating, and it uh, gives a side that has not been heard by anybody anywhere in the press, and uh, it's very helpful, and I want to be informed by that and help to promote its uh, exposure. Yes. Uh, because uh, they really have a, quite a contribution to make uh, to this dialogue. Yeah. So... And then, and, you've, got, yeah, then you've got news uh, news stations that are interviewing, uh, you know, Joe McKedekin. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, now I heard lately that the uh, local TV station was going to release something uh, from Dick Anderson and some others regarding at least the uh, Graham Spanier situation. Uh, it was, we were told that it would be on TV uh, tonight, but it wasn't. Now, maybe that was a mix up of the dates or maybe it was censored. We don't know yet which it was, but I'm watching that, and uh, that may spark some response as well. Yeah, you know, uh, if they if they don't get that out, if they do not get that out with uh, uh, Dick Anderson, which is uh, he's an awesome guy. I mean, you know him. He's a he's a incredible human being, and for them to not get that out. Uh, it is, in fact, censorship. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see. I'll be interesting. Uh, I'll be interested in in reading your uh, uh, perspective on on that censorship. Now that we have at least two at, you know, right at your doorstep. Yeah. So um, I wanted to cover that. Uh, you know, the editor uh, blatantly admits that he doesn't cover, uh, doesn't check sources and facts. He just runs amok with. Uh, you know, whatever sounds good. So we we have them on that. But uh, uh, Reverend Staines, I really appreciate you taking the time. And uh, hopefully, uh, we obviously when we when we are on the up and running on the radio station, we want to have you back. Okay. Well, I'll be glad to be aboard and glad to help out every way I can. All righty. Hey, thank you very much. Thank you. Well, thank you. God bless you. If anybody wants to uh, contact us, uh, you can talk contact us via the uh, search warrant podcast dot com where there's a contact.